You, dude, dude, take it. Take it, bro, take it. Clearly a dick pic situation. Hello there, friends. President Colin here. Just want to get a few things out of the way. Uh, first thing is that my audio will be bad for the first 20 minutes or so. I forgot to set up my local recording. So it's the uh, nightmare through Discord, but around 20 minutes it should pick up. And I believe it should, uh, at the very least, be audible for you. Sorry about that. But the more important thing... And now, coming live, the new hit single from Kevin. Stumpy Rippington. Take her away, Gabby boy. Stump, I'm sorry to say You wins are going away Nick Chubb is here to stay He ran 124 yards today I could elaborate But I started this song too late And I don't have long to stay Oh shit, this melody is totally the same Beating you is easy cause my team is good And everything that you do can make your dreams come true La 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 Wow, dude is a hit machine, turning them out like nobody's business. Thanks again to Kevin, and now on to the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the One Two Hookup podcast. We will be doing week two, uh, looking ahead to the matchups. I am joined by Kyle Schaefer. What's up? Gary Giorgio. What up? And back on the podcast, Tim Austin. Hi. Uh, okay, so we're just going to get right down to it this week. Uh, the first matchup we'll be looking at is Camaronera Sauce. That's how you pronounce it, Stump. Versus the Smallville Kryptonians. Uh, first, let's look at the QBs. Uh, so John staying with Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers, looking very strong. Versus Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. This has to be the, the best QB matchup of the week, I feel like. Definitely, yeah. Rodgers looks fucking great. Like, really good yeah. last weekend. Who did they? Did they play Minnesota? Who did the Packers play? Yeah, they played Minnesota. You got to be careful with him because Aaron Rodgers did the same thing last year where he was garbage a lot of weeks and he, he had those couple weeks here and there where he just blew up. Right. He was like QB. I don't even think he was a top 10 QB last year, but would have weeks where no, he, he No, he wasn't. Uh, he was on record as saying he's healthy for the first time in like 16 years. Um, Obviously, players like the fucking bullshit, but so far it seems pretty good. I think his success has more to do with the health of Devontae Adams, which obviously was an issue last year. 
Um, also, just the uh, chemistry. I like the with the weird off season. Like him and Devonte have like a fucking psychic connection, and compared to someone like I don't know, like Tom Brady on a new team or something. Like he's throwing to the same guys he's been throwing to for the past couple of years, which I think helps. We also get to hear like a, a lot of his insight. If you, huh? What? Uh, what do we think of the? Secondary receivers in Green Bay. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Alan Lazard, I think. I don't think they're much. I, I think they're. it's the same you've always seen with Aaron Rodgers. He's got his one or two guys, and the rest of the guys are going to do okay because they have Aaron Rodgers throwing them the ball, but they're right. not actually very good players. Yeah, I don't think you can trust either one of those fantasy-wise. No, I mean, as, as like a bi-week fill-in, uh, take your shot. Maybe he gets a long touch. I, I mean, Bart... Marquise Valdez Scantling more so than Lazard. He's going to get the long okay. shots. So if you need that bye week filling, he could do something for you. But it, that's not somebody I'm going to trust every week. And it looks like we have Rodgers versus Detroit. Um, you know they don't have Darius Slay anymore. Juicy. Shout out birds and, and uh, pudding baby. That's right. So I think that's going to be a big week for him. I, I think that's going to go pretty well for him. Uh, Eagles oh. versus Rams. That's much tougher. You know Jalen Ramsey's the cornerback there. It could be a rough game for the birds. I think it's going to be a rough also game. Also, have the best of... player in the NFL on their team on their defense. Yeah, Aaron, sure. Donald, Aaron Donald. That's what I was going to say. Aaron Donald's the much bigger issue to me. Yeah, he's going to rip us apart. <laughs> Aaron Donald. I know the O line is weaker this year than previous before, but he hasn't recorded a sack against the Eagles uh, in his career, actually. Well, now that you now that like that, you dumbass fuck. Now that you said that, he's gonna get like five. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, my bad. Carson's uh, okay. gonna hold the ball in the backfield for five seconds and try to do that stupid ass duck move and just run into his gut. Dude, I was ready to punch him in the face. He kept trying to duck and he just kept getting mauled. It was so. Oh god. It was the same move every time. And yeah. You know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. I was really mad. I was really, really mad. Yeah. Throw the ball away, dude. Come on. Uh, so looking at the matchups for Holmes and Watson, looks like it's Chargers and is that Baltimore? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of tough. A, yeah, it could be a rough game for Houston. It may turn into a shootout, though, actually. Uh, so I personally, not in this league, in a different league, I am starting Josh Allen over to Sean Watson. I don't like his outlook this week. Damn, dude, don't say that to me. I, I need him to score 30 points every week. Come on. <laughs> hey, look, he might he might do the garbage time thing again, but I, I just, with the way that offensive line looks and the way the Chiefs are playing. And Bill O'Brien sucks like a it. dick. Well, I mean, that, that's a given. He's yet to show up um, without DeAndre Hopkins, you know. He hasn't been dominant for a stretch at oh, all. Oh, it's been DeAndre one week. Hopkins. It's been one week. Don't, let's, not sh- let's not shoot him down yet. Not to mention, there's a good chance. There's a good chance they're going to give David Johnson the ball 30 times, regardless of what the score is. Yeah, and I mean, Duke Johnson's <laughs> going to get some some. Th- hey, as long as it's screen passes, though, Deshaun still gets credit for that shit. So hopefully, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, that's true. More in the pass game, you know, and not just like handoffs. For sure. Totally down for that fucking screen play, screen play touchdown, 80 yard touchdown. That's going to happen. I don't know if he can make it that far without his. Legs I don't think he's. I was going to say I don't think he's that fast. That- you, you think he's actually declined that much? He looked pretty good to me last week. I don't know. He did. His his straight line speed still didn't look like it was there. He was never like a, a big speed guy. Like I know he was explosive, but he was never like he was elusive. He just like I, I, mean, I was going to say yeah, that, that, yeah that that was more like he he just 
he was making people miss, but not the way that he used to, if that makes mm. sense. Right. I, miss I never followed him that closely, but he looked okay to me on Houston. I just remember him roasting the Eagles, like when he first came onto the scene as a rookie. Yeah. He's, he hasn't had a good year in like five years. He's, he's literally had one good okay. complete season. Yeah. It's, injuries, though. it's not like, well, actually, he played most of last year and wasn't good, but it's mostly just been injuries versus performance. Yeah, and Arizona yeah. was in rebuild mode last year, so I, I don't know. Like, Get him off my team fast enough last year after the computer auto-drafted him. I was so happy Rail took that fucking trade. <laughs> uh, and then Patrick Mahomes, I don't think we need to even talk about him at all. Matchup proof. He's going to be yeah. amazing. All right, so let's go into the he, I need him to have fucking 40 points, though. Can he do that for me? That's what I need. He Just probably give me a will. couple weeks. I don't know. I mean, there's... That LA front's pretty good. I don't. I don't think you're going to see that good of a day. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire action. Yeah, do the Chargers not have the best secondary in the league right now? I think it's like the top-rated secondary. For like uh, I don't. Years. I don't know that they are anymore because they don't have Jason Barrett anymore. Mm. I just know they have a couple good corners and safeties and stuff. Yeah, I mean their defense is good overall, but they also almost lost to the Bengals last week. Yeah, sure. <laughs> The offense isn't working there. Um, Casey will probably yeah, get a lot of time of possession. Well, exactly. I mean, we saw it with Chip Kelly with the Eagles. Your defense can be as good as you want. If your offense is not moving and giving the ball back constantly, your defense is going to get worn out. That's exactly what happened to the Eagles last week. Don't worry about that with the offense, though. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I'm, I'm, but it, I mean, I'm saying for the, uh, for the Chargers, the, Tyrod Taylor, I don't think it's going to get it done fast enough. I think you're going to see Kansas City just stomp them. Yeah, and I mean that could <laughs> okay. that could be a bad thing for Mahomes actually if they just shoot That's out to a big true, yeah. and they take it easy or even pull him out later on. Uh, okay, going to the running backs. John has that son of a bitch Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones because John plays the entire Packers offense. Yeah, what the hell is that? Gary's <laughs> running Mal Sanders and Todd Gurley. I mean, he's Matt Berman. We know this. Confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like the Packers, but I would never play. Yeah, I don't like my shots. I don't like my chances at the running back position, or at the wide receiver position, or at the tight end position. Fuck. <laughs> it's a high risk, high reward kind of play because if the if the Packers have a good day, like they did last weekend, he's going to win. Like a genius. Yeah. Yeah. But if they don't, then your whole team just tanks. Luckily, the Packers. Rodgers is also on a revenge tour, and he's just decided that since they drafted that fucking quarterback, he's not going to start taking his foot off the gas for the next three years and then make fucking $40 million when he gets traded. (laughs) Uh, I think Kamara's going to have a big week. Uh, Michael Thomas is out. So, like, any short yardage throw, I think he's going to get a bunch more targets there. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, How did Gurley do last week? He did pretty well, right, Jerry? Decent. He scored what? Thirteen points. I mean, they were they were giving him carries. He was getting carries on the goal line. The the biggest thing, game script fucked him. They they had to go into garbage time early. Yeah, they were they, they were just out. throwing the ball. Did, didn't Atlanta have three one hundred yard receivers last they week? They did. Kind of I nutty. think it was I think it was Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones all had over hundred. Yeah, that's like pretty wild. I had four hundred fifty yards. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, Gurley's a good player. They look like they trust him, but if that's going to happen every game, you know, 
It's like I don't the Bengals, think so. It's like the Bengals with Joe Mixon. Yeah, he's a great player, but if you're going to get stomped every game, you're going to your right. running back's not going to be as involved. He was catching screens early last night, and I was worried about it. I thought he was going to just catch screens all night. Like in the first was, quarter, he had like four screens for forty yards. I know. I was, like, oh, I, was no. look, I was excited about it. <laughs> fucking um, Joe Burrow. That fucking Christ. Apparently, Giovanni Bernard is just such an amazing pass blocker that you pay him for the entire second half. But I love him so much. He's been we'll get into that forever. later. So good. Uh, and then uh, Miles Sanders uh, should be healthy playing. Is he playing. Yeah, should be. That's the he report. seems healthy. He's not even questionable. I don't did think. You, right uh, wait, wait. Did you read the report that the Eagles are trying out uh, Devonta Freeman? Devonta Freeman. I love it. That. that could really fuck the backfield up in terms of uh, fantasy production. You know. I don't think so. Even if he's healthy, he's not going to play much. You know, there's a reason he's goal not... line the uh, Legarrette Blunt sort of role or whatever, like six yeah. carries a game or something in like short or just like, short situations. Yeah, or just like ultimate insurance. Like, if Miles can't play, you can't go in with yeah. Boston Scott as your starting running back. Then you play, like, a mix-up. I mean, we uh, found that out last week. Yeah. Well, Boston Scott got hurt halfway through the game, so we can't really, yeah. like, say he did. Like, he didn't do that bad. He just got hurt. He still played the whole game, pretty much. He was out for a very short period of time. Well, I mean, with that offensive line, they ain't, they ain't doing shit. Well, um, Lane Johnson should be yeah, back as well. Yeah, I agree with you there. Fair. I mean, but Lane's back. The, the line should be better, and maybe they'll have some time to scheme up some some different looks to help them out a little bit. Uh, but anyways, back back to the topic of Gurley there. I don't think Gurley's going to have a very good week. We, we saw last week, Dallas' pass rush is actually not bad. Um, so I think he's going to be throwing the ball a lot again. I, I don't know how the fuck Alden Smith still looked good after being off the field for so many years, but he yeah. did. Yeah, legs. The defense really kept them in that game. The offense didn't do much. I think that could be a a pretty close game throughout. Um, Okay, let's shift over to the wide receivers here. Uh, We kind of already talked about Devontae Adams. Looks amazing with Rodgers. Julio Jones, that ties in with the Falcons talk there. Julio is another set-it-and-forget-it player. Uh, And then Juju Smith-Schuster. Had a good week. Can you click on him for me, Jerry? Mm Mm-hmm. End zone. I don't think he had 100 yards or anything. Like he had like 70. And so he had the, the two touchdowns really helped him. Very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- so the biggest 24 points. The biggest thing there is if you look at the target numbers and the snap counts. Deontay Johnson. He only got targeted Johnson? six times. Deontay Johnson didn't capitalize, but he was getting targeted more and he was on for more snaps. By week eight, he's going to be outperforming Juju. I am O, but so? I also own him. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but if I'm a Juju owner, I'm a little worried about those targets. The the benefit is that Juju and Ben have that. Uh, they, Juju and Ben have that chemistry, and Ben was definitely looking for him in the red zone. So I think the TDs will be there, hopefully, like all season. But yeah, so I do. I, would, I, I just think the ceiling's not as high as maybe we thought it was going into. This I, I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and I mean, the, the secondary receiver in Pittsburgh always does well. Mm-hmm. Eventually, teams start to, to bear down on Juju. Um, but going over to Jerry's wide receivers, Mike Evans, was he on the injury report at all this week, Jerry? I can look, but I don't. I think he's good I now. Think he's back. Yeah, because he played last week. And that was he like he played last concern. week, but barely. Like, they put him in at the last second. 
one catch, two yards, seven He barely points. played he the was, whole... He was targeted several times, I thought, but okay, that's actually lower than I thought. I thought Brady threw him the yeah, ball. Yeah, four times. But he just didn't get it. So the the other thing I saw a report this week, you know, I, I mean, obviously Bruce Arians likes to talk out of his ass, yeah. but he did he did make the comment that uh, if we don't get Mike Evans uh, at least nine to ten targets a game, we're doing something wrong. And he'd be correct. So that well, Tom Brady's you know, not going to Tom Brady's the guy that kind of guy that spreads it around. He's not going to pick a one, number one wide receiver and throw to him nonstop. No, he's not. I mean, so so the other the other thing the comment I. I uh, I noticed when I was listening to episode three today, Chris Godwin was in the concussion protocol. That's yeah, why he unfortunately oh, practice. He, yeah. he should so, be playing, but he might be out with a concussion. Yeah, he was. He was seen. I think today with today, Hel- yeah. Helmet on running drills. I don't know if he was contact. Yeah, he they, didn't they won't let him do that if he has a concussion. Wednesday. So he's probably good to go. They would not let him go. Right. They would not let him do one thing of fucking. Uh, hard work if he had a concussion so he's probably good to go you say that but the nfl has got a track record of not really giving a shit yeah it was also like a late concussion announcement they didn't announce the concussion protocol until like tuesday or something it wasn't like at the end of the game they announced it it was like a delayed thing so uh i'm a little concerned but we'll see how she's like a like a neck injury and then they're like oh wait it's a concussion of course it's a concussion i would i would just like to point out the uh, situation i think it was two years ago when i was at the draft in person on my busted ass ankle drunk as shit (laughs) drafting chris godwin with the last pick of the draft before my mother picked me up saying watch this guy's gonna be a god jeez move man i uh i have him in my other league and it's a five keeper league and i accidentally not accidentally but i had such a bad team that i was able to keep him last year and boom worked out great uh, okay, wrapping up, Jerry, wide receivers, yeah. we have Amari Cooper. Uh, statistically, best wide receiver, best wide receiver in the league. That is there. the hottest take I've ever heard. I don't think you can find a single other person in America to agree with you. Amari think, Cooper, right, so best listen, wide receiver in the league. If Dak Prescott literally throws him the ball, Dallas Cowboys win the football games. Let's throw him the ball. I mean, they, they... <laughs> Jerry, the, the, the target share... They win the football game. Jerry, if, if you look at the target shares, he does... Exactly. Yep. He's, throwing him, he's throwing him the ball. They win last week? No, they did it. <laughs> I think it needs to be 20 targets a game, all right, guys? Jesus Christ, man. Jerry, nobody gets 20 fucking targets a game. That's right. Yeah. He deserves he's it. Very he good, should. <laughs> Position rank. And that's exactly how good think, of a wide receiver he is. I actually, I think Gallup is better than Cooper, and I think like probably next year or the year after, Ceedee Lamb will be better than him too. I, I don't even think he's the best wide receiver on the team, let alone in the NFL. <laughs> they just signed him, right? Like he's got like a four or five year deal. Yeah, yeah, they had to they had to re-sign him. That's crazy. He has a tendency to, to disappear. Oh, he's gonna, he's going to win them football games. Sure, so will Zeke, and so will Maybe Gallup, like and so will Dak. Yeah. They have a good offense. I don't think it's Amari Cooper at all. I think he's just a fucking cog. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, C.D. Lamb coming up as well, I uh, think, if anything. I disagree. Uh, and then T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, they're still working things in, in uh, Indianapolis. Phil Rivers will figure it out, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I, I maybe he didn't have a great game last week, but... That's kind of what he does, though, with the threat. Yeah, the thing is, too, I mean, we saw Philip Rivers, you know, he was in San Diego, L.A. With, uh, with Keenan Allen, he likes to take one guy 
And if he's got chemistry with him, he's going to funnel in the ball. And I have a feeling that's going to be right. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I, I just so. might take him a little bit of time. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen right away, but I think maybe like second half of the year, you're really going to see T.Y. Hilton come on. Uh, the Colts should. He is kind of a second half of the year player too, though. Yeah, Hilton's like kind of a hit or miss guy. He either goes for like buck seventy, two touchdowns, or or pretty much like like he did last week for for fifty three. I I do think you're going to see him get a little more consistent with Rivers instead of Luck because Luck. Not to compare him to Carson Wentz, but he tended to seem to want to play that hero ball and go for the big play. Yeah. And I think T.Y. Hilton benefited a lot from that when he was playing with Luck. And I think you're going to see a little bit different kind of play style playing with Phillip Rivers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Phillip cool. Rivers has done it all. I, th- I think they'll figure it out there. It's a kind of a brand new offense. Yeah. And yeah, all these all these teams with like new quarterbacks or new head coaches or whatever, I think they're right. going to take a couple weeks to really get rolling without the preseason. Yeah, with no real so, preseason. Yeah, I think it'll take a couple weeks for like Rivers to settle in and like Brady to settle in and Cam maybe. Although he runs, yeah. so he's probably fine. But you know, all the all that stuff, I think. Uh, yeah. Even like the Bengals too, with Burrow and like second year head coach, I think they'll improve after a couple weeks. So let's wrap up uh, these games here. Uh, tight end position: Rob Gronkowski versus Evan Oh Ingram. no! Um, is Gronk I, I, dead? Yeah. Is Gronk well, I think we just talked about it. It's gonna cardboard take a cutout of himself. <laughs> he could be a decoy in there. OJ Howard actually had a, a good game. He might not even be the yeah. best tight end in Tampa Bay. Wait. Yeah. Do, do they still have Cameron Brait too? They literally have like three no. good tight ends. Or is he no, gone? I think Brait has to be gone. I I'm not. I thought sure. they had like three playable tight ends. Like yeah. Gronk is arguably third in in current ability on on the on the roster. Uh, let's look. Let's let's be real. They signed Gronk to sell jerseys. Yeah. Well, and, and to to satisfy Tom. I agree with you there. Right. I'm happy. Oh, sure. uh, how did uh, Ingram do week one? I didn't hear much from him. Man, he he Meh. did okay. I watched the Giants game. He did okay. Uh. I mean, seven targets is pretty nice. He didn't catch anything, but um, I think he's the most talented receiver on that team. I think he'll uh, get better as the year goes on. Uh, I don't think that's true. I mean, I think he's a very good tight end. I'm I'm big on Darius Slayton. And oh, I, I am I too. Also, I'm an idiot and dropped like, one for Mac, and then someone else picked him up. But I, I'm big on Slayton as well. Yeah. Um, and I think Sterling Shepard's pretty good. I don't know if he'll ever truly figure it out, but I think he's a solid receiver. Sterling Shepard is reliable, and he, but he is what he is. He's hit his ceiling. He has like, he's not like a breaker. He's just like a solid wide receiver, kind of a third down guy. You know, he yeah. reminds me of like, I don't know, the guy you just throw to on third down or whatever. But uh, it could Ingram be Daniel Jones. Like that's a physical freak. Ingram is really, yeah. really athletic. But I, like, it could just be Daniel Jones. Good receivers there. At the same time, you get a you know Evan Ingram being as 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 he is, they're not going to keep him into block. I mean, you saw what that Pittsburgh D line did to them last week. That right. offensive line needs help, so it's I think that's going to eat into his touches. Mm. Because I mean, you, when you've got Saquon Barkley getting swamped in the backfield every fucking play, like that's your best player. You need to do what you can to help him. And I think getting Evan Ingram off the field on running plays is what they need to do to help him. So it's just the flex spot here. David Johnson versus who do you got? Uh, Ronald Jones. Jerry, I love that pickup. How much did you spend on him uh, in the budget? 20? 
I swear to God, I put 20 down. Maybe it was like 18 or something. I wanted him. Yeah, I I, I was third place in the tiebreaker. I wanted Josh Robinson, Kyle, but I wasn't about to pay whatever you paid for him, 50 bucks or whatever. Hey, look, worth it. look, we have 250 to start with, all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was... Wait, do we have two fifty? I thought we had two hundred. Two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. Oh wait. What? Okay. We I, can we can talk about that pickup when we get to our matchup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so let's make our pick on yep. the games here. Can you scroll up to the top for me, Jerry? I will be taking the one and oh Camaradera sauce on this one, John. Yeah, I'm I taking, fucking I'm think he's gonna Camarita win too. Sauce. Yeah, fuck you guys. And Tim? Sorry, Camarinara sauce. 4-0. Do you have faith in me, Tim? Huh? I, Jerry, it's not that I don't have faith in you. It's that... It's that John's <laughs> team is better. It's, well, the Packers play the Lions this right. week. I think, We're also yeah. missing a bunch of defenders, and I think Camarinara sauce takes it. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next matchup here, which I think will be Kyle versus Tim. Oh, Ty, Tim's already got 100% win probability. Oh, no. That's, no, I'm just kidding. Seems pretty Wait, high for that? a win probability. How? Yeah, that's weird. That's messed up. It says I mean, 59% on my... Uh, yeah, it's clearly just a broken thing without people playing. Say, Joe, how could it be 100%? Joe, Joe Mixon didn't do that bad. <laughs> All right, so let's well, look let's at the quarterbacks here. Okay, that's fine. Okay, oh, that's a little better. Wait, no, that's oh, your that, match. There we go. Okay, oh, there we go. 51% back that makes a lot more sense. Uh, okay, so Kyle's QBs, he's sticking with Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill versus Tim's Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. Uh, another excellent quarterback matchup. Category. Yeah, definitely. I, How did <laughs> Tannehill do last week? With A.J. Brown being out, I'm really scared about that Tannehill. Oh, yeah. pick, but I really don't have a whole lot else to do right now. Is this the year that you want to trade for? Uh, hold on, wait, wait. You want to trade for Roethlisberger right now on podcast? <laughs> I'll allow it. I'm sorry. Who would uh, who would you like for Roethlisberger? Let me look at my roster here. Take your time. Figure I don't know. This Give out. me one of your shit bench players. One of your shit bench players? All right. Hang on. Give me Kareem Hunt. I didn't even start that's, him. That's not one of my shit bench players. <laughs> yeah, that's he's so on your bench, uh, which means yeah. he's shit. Would you like Henry Ruggs third? Would you? Who the fuck knows? How about... How about Zach Ertz? He sucks. He's the second tight end in Philadelphia. I'll take him. Tee hee hee hee. Look, I'll give you Henry Ruggs or Brandon Ayuk. Maybe both. What about both? What about <laughs> both? Oh. Do you want both of these shitty players? I don't. Uh, what about Mark Ingram? My bench is not that rookies, fucking bad. Look, give me Ertz rookies. or Hunt, and I'll do it right now. Dun, dun, dun. Nah, man. Wow. Nah, Tannehill still got that big dick energy. I'll trust him. Fair all right, enough. all right. Keep going with the matchup then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen looks great. Uh, big first week. Uh, really blew up in the first and second quarter and kind of cooled from there. But that's probably because they were winning so much. Uh, well, and also, but he's he's got a great start to the season. I mean, he plays Miami this week. That's a weak, that's a weak division outside of the Patriots. He gets to play the Jets. One more time, he gets to play the Dolphins. Twice. Yeah, but you need somebody. You need somebody to start when he plays against the Patriots because they're not going to let that man score over fifteen Jerry, points. Jerry, yes, let it, Jerry, let it go. Huh. We're moving on. We can talk about that later. Uh, yeah, but I mean, 
I mean, Tim definitely has the edge here. I would agree. Uh, I Russell Wilson by, by a very wide margin. Russell Wilson usually starts a little cooler than he did, and if he's just full force ready to go, I think yeah. you know, it's going to be a steady thirty points there. I think I think he's going to win MVP this year, and the Saints, uh, the Seahawks are at least going to make the Super Bowl. That's what everybody said last year too. Yeah, but he almost won MVP last year. I mean, Josh McCown. Are you familiar with the hashtag "Let Russ Cook"? And apparently, uh, Wilson like actually confronted like Pete Carroll and shit, and is like, "Let me throw the goddamn ball. Stop running it thirty times a game." Apparently, they actually like had a conversation in a serious like thing. So perhaps the Seahawks' offensive philosophy will finally, um, you know, allow Russell Wilson to fall out. Well, you have to adapt, right? Like, you don't have Marshawn Lynch anymore. Chris Carson's good, but he's definitely not Marshawn Lynch. Right, and DK DK Metcalf is, like, Superstar coming into his own. Lockett's still money. Like, they got the receivers for him, and he's a he's a, uh, quite a good quarterback. So, I have high hopes for him. But. Uh-oh. Just uh, not to skip ahead here, but it looks like Chris Godwin is doubtful. Yeah, I just saw that. I was just looking at it. That's why my projection jumped down. So, I'm probably going to not be able to play him, but we'll see what the news is tomorrow. Is he a one o'clock game? Yeah, I would be subbing in probably Jonathan Taylor instead of Chris Godwin. That's a really interesting pick for you. Are you glad you picked up uh, Taylor and Mac? Yes. Well, so that's why I dropped Slayton to pick up Mac because I was sort of my plan was I, I assumed Mac was going to get most of the carries in the beginning of the season, and I would try to like flip him uh, after like a couple weeks, and then Jonathan Taylor would eventually take over the backfield. But he that's just that three ACL, shit, so dude. now it's very uh, smart. It's so guys like this lead. And... This look at look at this. Uh, Philip Rivers often flirts the league for lead league targeting running backs. So I mean, he had Sproles and Eckler and Tomlinson over his career. So that's had that back I mean, and, to it. And now he has Naeem Hines. Yeah, but I don't think Hines is that good. Jonathan Taylor can catch passes too, so I'm hoping that That's true. they, uh, you know, like Taylor caught like six passes in his first week. That's pretty good for a rookie. I'm like I, pretty I, optimistic about him, but um, we'll I, see. I think Naheem Hines is really good, but I think moving forward they want Jonathan Taylor to be the guy, and he has superstar potential. So I, I definitely think they'll try to make him the the all-in-one back there. Was he from Wisconsin? I don't watch college football. I have no idea. Because we don't I, either, yeah. Well, uh, I think he was from Wisconsin. I never trust Wisconsin running backs because Wisconsin always builds their fucking football program around their offensive line, so their running backs always get shit tons of yards. It, the Melvin Gordon guys? was the Melvin Gordon was the last one to come out of there, and like, yeah, he had, the, he had the one honey badger. Season. Didn't the honey badger? He's a defense well, that, uh, for Wisconsin. Yeah, he's that, not a running defense. back. I mean, yeah, we're talking about Wisconsin always pumps out what's supposed to be good running backs, but they, they're kind of hit or miss when they get to the NFL. I mean, right. calling Melvin Gordon hit or miss, I think, is a little misrepresentative. He's not like top five or anything, but he's a very, he's a very talented runner. I mean, he's he's, he's not. I mean, he's not bad, but I mean, did he have more than one good year? I, I may yeah. be mis- I may Colts be have a good O line well, and stuff. Yeah. Though. Like I don't think Mac is is phenomenally talented, and he put up like really good numbers the past two years. So I have confidence in the Colts running game. But um, yeah, I guess we'll see. Mac is just like a like totally average talented guy that just does well with what he's given. What uh, what do you yeah. call it? Uh, Jag, just another guy. Yeah, there you go. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, let's dive into the running backs here. Uh, two top tier NFC East guys, Ezekiel Elliott versus Saquon Barkley. Mr. Push. Mr. Push. Mr. COVID it's not himself. A, 
It's not a push. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott is currently better than Saquon you think, Barkley. You think Zeke and yeah. Saquon aren't on the same exact level? Uh, talent, but not not team wise, and the matchup is much better. I think Zeke against the Atlanta defense is a great oh. matchup, and Barkley He's versus Chicago way more is not consistently. Very good. Yeah. And the Giants okay, yeah, have yeah. a really shitty offensive line, and uh, you know Dallas has like a just very potent offense overall. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, in time that could change, but right now it's definitely Zeke. Uh, yeah, Saquon it, can have big weeks and is talented, but just right now I'd, I'd go Zeke all day. Yeah, uh, and we have Joe Mixon, who has actually already played twelve points. I think you're a little bit upset about that but not too much that's about yeah a little bit i mean it's it's an okay week could have done a lot worse wish he would have got more of the goal line carries i wish they would have put him in at all in the fourth quarter because he was doing well catching passes but apparently zach taylor did burrows steal all the goal line rushes well from from uh well geo bernard got a couple but um from what i understand geo bernard is a much better pass blocker and so Weird. in the fourth quarter, they were down two scores. They knew they had to pass the ball. And so that could be a problem for Mixon all year, that if the Bengals are going to be behind, they're going to put Bernard will in be. on obvious I passing mean, downs. Right. It's been the problem Mixon's whole career. What is this, his fourth year, third year, fourth year? No one third doubts year. his talent. It's just the Bengals, like, suck ass. So he yeah. just doesn't get the – when he does get the ball, it's like a stacked box, and then by the second half, they don't give him the ball anymore because they're in catch-up mode. So, um, yeah. I don't think he's bad or anything, but I think his team situation limits his uh, opportunity. Yeah, and, and the reason I was bigging on him this year was, I mean, we've seen Joe Burrow has mm. put some good games together. Unfortunately, that defense is so bad that I don't really think it fucking matters how good Joe Burrow is. They're always going to be behind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the last running back up top here is James Conner, who appears to be healthy after getting crushed early. Yeah, so he, allegedly he's healthy. The uh, The rumor mill is that it wasn't even actually an injury. It was like a dispute. He like mouthed off or something to a coach, and they just like benched him and taped his ankle as like a sort of scapegoat reason. Because he's been, he doesn't even have like a questionable designation. Like he practiced and stuff this week. So, I mean, I'm still kind of wary of the situation if he's, like, in the doghouse or whatever. But he didn't get – so, in the first quarter, he had, like, like four or six carries, and he caught two passes, and then he didn't see the ball again after, like, ten minutes into the first quarter. Yeah, that's a bit shocking. He, he was looking really good, and it seemed like the Steelers were, were quite high on him. But he's he's yet to sustain it for any period of time outside of the – the Le'Veon well, Bell season. By the one, the one caveat I have here, and, he, and I think I brought the last episode I was on was it? I I was a James Conner owner last year. I saw this. He does this shit where he's ready to play, and then he gets hurt and only plays the first like quarter or so. Yeah. And then next week he's back in and he plays for a quarter or so, and he's just in and out, in and out, in and the most so dangerous. Is that what's going on? Guy. We don't know, but it's. It, you know, it's just a narrative to keep in mind because we saw it all year last year. Yeah, he's a um, he's a cancer survivor, and I've heard that like chemo wow. can really fuck your ability to like recover, and you get just like like he's an you know he's an athlete getting tackled by like three hundred pound men, so just like oh, yeah. minor muscle tears and stuff, and his it could be that his like ability to regenerate is kind of um, permanently lowered. Oh, for does, sure, he's known for these like injuries that just crop up and these like nagging things and stuff yeah. at this point well i mean he's also he's also a very violent runner he never goes down you know like he, he doesn't 
protect himself as a runner. Fair. Yeah, he's, he's also a, a smaller guy as well, too, I believe, right? I don't know how tall he is. I thought he was under six foot. Yeah, he's kind of short. I don't know. I don't know exactly, but he's pretty small. Okay, uh, we'll shift into the wide receivers here. Kyle has DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson uh, II, who is uh, requesting a trade, I believe. That was the big no, 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 no. He was, they said he was requesting a trade, then they said he wasn't. Everything's good out in But Chicago. he changed his Twitter bio. I know, I can't believe it. But <laughs> look, Robinson and the Bears have both said, we're good, we're good to go. I know that as long as he's on the Bears, Mitch Trubisky is going to throw at him at least 10 times a game. They might be bad throws, <laughs> but you know he, he'll catch at least like three of those, right? You know what Allen Robinson needs? He needs Nick Foles thrown to him. That's what he needs. Yeah, I think you're praying for Trubisky to get canned like halfway through the season, and Nick Foles will turn him into like a very good receiver. I don't for think sure. that's a bad prayer to be making. No, I, that's exactly what you want. Even if you're a Bears fan, I think that's what you want, at least short term. Yeah. Um, hey, they so, did win. We they did win last week. Let's not take that away from them. It may beat? it may have been because the Lions pulled a Lions. Uh, yeah, they lined the hell out of that game. They just like threw away the win. Not threw it away, but dropped dropped the win. I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're good. Jenny didn't hear me. <laughs> oh, <whoops. laughs> uh, and last receiver here is uh, Stefan Diggs, who had a good week there. I don't think there's much to say about DeAndre Hopkins. That's a set-it-and-forget-it player all day. He was huge week one there. I think it was 10 for 150, something like that. And I think Stephon Diggs is only going to get better with time, with more reps with Josh Allen there. Yeah, I mean, you saw him. He was throwing the ball to him. He had a decent week last week. I didn't start him last week, but he still had a pretty good week. Already I mean, nine times, caught eight of them. Yeah. That's I mean, a he's solid a good week. wide receiver. I think it'll only get better as the season goes on and he has more chemistry with Allen and stuff. I, I, sure. I don't know. I think he's going to be good this year. I think his biggest problem was that he didn't like being the second fiddle in uh, in Minnesota. I think yeah, he yeah, threw a hissy fit. Ego. And guess what? Yeah. He's not the second fiddle. He's definitely the number one guy right now. He's for sure. the fiddle. Okay, and then we'll hit Tim's wide receivers here. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, already played and put together a good week. Look at that, four yards shy of your bonus. That's very unfortunate. Those are season he, stats, not week stats. He only had, he had like, yeah, these are, oh. he had like four for like 79 and a TD, I think. He was shit oh, last shit, week. So he's not over 100 yards for the, the season. <laughs> well, yeah, he four, was, four for 74. Did you, he wasn't did you shit see last him? week. Baker Mayfield was. Yeah, yeah, okay, OB, so I definitely agree that OBJ Baker's OBJ was hit. targeted 10 times in week one, yeah, and he only caught three of them. It was really, really, really disappointing. Even this week yeah. was a little bit disappointing. Like, he has an okay stat line, but there was another, like, pass interference that he could have had another, like, 40-yard TD, and the fact that he only caught four passes is a little annoying. Like, if he caught, like, six or seven or eight, he probably would have gone over 100 yards. Um, How long do they stay fine. with Baker Mayfield, do you think? Like... How much more opportunity does he does he deserve? Because it was the coach last year, but now they have a new coach, and he's been arguably worse. Um, I mean, I don't think he's been worse. Week one was sort of anomalous. They just got stomped by the Ravens. Like, the Browns Fair. as a whole sucked week one. They only scored six points, right? And then this week was very good, but they were playing the Bengals, who it's like the opposite of the Ravens. They're very bad. Uh, I do kind of think... Baker's the problem, but with Kevin Stefanski as the, he's like the head coach, right? Not just the OC. I think he's the head coach. Uh, formerly uh, the right. 
Minnesota offensive coordinator with like Thielen and Diggs and stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm generally optimistic, but I am keeping a close eye on him. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see because there is Landry and the the running back situation is very strong in Cleveland. So the the running the back situation over there, there is becoming totally fascinating. They're they're getting like equal workload almost, and and they're both performing very well. Um, yeah, the the game last night, um, Chubb had like over twenty carries, and Hunt only had like ten. But I think Hunt busted like a huge run, so they ended up with a similar number of yards. Yeah, so yeah, he, I think I think Hunt had like yeah eight for or wait, what was it? Hold on, scroll down, scroll down. Ten for eighty six, like that's that's yeah. kind of crazy. Right, so he's getting less carries, but he's been way more effective. Like, yards per carry yeah. is probably around seven. So I'm definitely concerned about OBJ, but hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully the Browns, like, pull together and Baker Mayfield isn't a sham. He's, he's not a faker. He's, he's, he's a baker, not faker, and he's a real key. <laughs> and continue throwing the ball. But Excellent wordplay. A situation to monitor, for sure. Okay, so wrapping up the last two wide receivers here, Cooper Cup, a guy I love. I don't think he had a big week one, um, but he's a kind of guy who's, who's going to get more as the offense starts to roll there. Uh, the Eagles have a good secondary, but I, I don't think it's anything that'll, that'll totally shut him out. Is Slay going to be on Woods or Cup? I So I think Slay typically plays on the outside. I, I actually Cup's going to have a much better game this week. Yeah, yeah I think uh, he'd be on Woods, if anything. Or just you know following the outside, whether it's left or right. Yeah, side. yeah. There, I don't, there I don't are think some, he's put to um, sides, but the Rams' offense is like kind of changing a little. Like they used to use um, eleven-man personnel all the time, and losing Cooks, they're kind of switching to like fifty-fifty with twelve-man. And the the tight end, what's his name? Hig- is it Higby? Uh, Higby, Higby? Higby and yeah. Everett. They kind of yeah, they're both that. decent, and I think they're kind of taking over the slot role. So I think Cup is moving to be outside like an outside receiver more often although he still does do the the slot which, thing which is interesting because over his career he's had much much better numbers not playing on the outside right yeah, yeah definitely the, mean, like a prototypical volume wise but i think his outside numbers aren't like bad like he's still pretty fast um he's not like super tall or anything but right uh, yeah I, I think the size is what holds him up because yeah. they, you, you can't really like throw balls up to him. You, it's, it's all timing routes. Uh, the Rams are also Fair. running the ball a lot more uh, with Malcolm Brown, Henderson, and Akers. I think they're definitely trying to do a little bit more of that, take a little bit of the load off of Jared Goff there. I didn't fall for the, I didn't fall for the uh, Malcolm Brown bullshit. That dude's been in the league for five years. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he was good last year because Gurley was dead. Anybody can put up passable numbers. No, he was not good last year. People spent like 50% of their bucks on him last year, and then he like did nothing for the rest of the year. He popped off for like 100 yards week one. People spent way too much money on him, and then he did like nothing of fantasy relevance for the rest of the year. Yeah, because he he was getting goal line touches, and that was about it. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. He was like, I don't even think he was like a top 20 running back last year. I don't even think he was like a top 30 running back last year. Okay, and the last wide receiver here is Will Fuller, a player very close to my heart. Uh, great week one, I think. Yeah, but he's so hit and miss that you can't really rely on him. That's not ah, true. Hey, no Hopkins anymore. Yeah. You know, the, the miss for him is injury. When he plays, he's always been excellent. Yeah. Um, nah, and, I don't know about I don't know about all. Look, I'm down here in Houston, so like I pay more attention to this. 
it's not always. He he has sure. one or two good games a year. He has a couple games he disappears, and then he's hurt for half the year. But I, I do exactly. agree with you that he's going to be the guy this year. Yeah, I, without Hopkins, and look he at has the boom potential. It's like a seven point difference between less than less than uh, eight and more than twenty. You know. Okay, I don't trust these ESPN. Yeah, I don't even look at those things. Do you, Jerry, do you actually <laughs> pay attention to these things? I don't pay attention to those things. Yeah, because <laughs> I, no, because for my third wide receiver, I look at who has the most potential to win me the game. Yes, I do look. Well, that's sure, you know? but I don't think the ESPN sixteen percent boom potential has any weight at all. But it's powered you know? by IBM Watson. So, so the point uh, difference is huge. Hang on. There, okay. there is one thing I wanted to bring up, and I, I feel like now is a good time to bring it up. Have y'all looked at the IBM Watson trade suggestions? It's laughable. It's, it's a fucking so farce. It's so bad. It's yeah. Oh, so I haven't. Bad. I haven't. Jerry, go ahead and go ahead and look at your trade suggestions quick if you haven't. How do I do that? Uh, Go to... Yo, actually, hold on one second. Let's just wrap up this match, and then we'll hit that, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So just wrapping up here, tight ends Noah Fant versus Mark Andrews. Uh, Mark Andrews big week last uh, last week, two touchdowns, uh, very I high think, on I him. I think Tim's got the better matchup on that one. Yeah, did Noah Fant yeah. do well? Oh, I don't think Noah Fant's bad. No, I mean, Noah Mark Fant, Andrews, I, mean, I think is going to finish number two, especially with Kittle getting hurt. I think he's going to finish number. He's two. definitely a top it's five guy. Depend, oh, he was excellent last week. on whether or not Cortland Sutton plays this week. Yeah, mm, true. Uh, very good last week. Uh, yeah. and then, I, I, and I talked about that on the last episode I was on. I'm very big on Noah Fant this year. He flashed in the last game, but like I said, that's Cortland Sutton being out. This other main pass catching option, so that's a big boon to him if whether or not he's in or out. Right. Uh, and then in the flex, we have Naeem Hines, who we talked about with Marlon Mack out. Yo, the, uh, the, the Colts flex matchup. The Colts running back flex matchup. It's going to be <laughs> Jonathan Taylor versus Naeem Hines. That's pretty fascinating, actually. I think Jonathan Taylor could have a big week, but it's also possible that Naheem Hines catches, like, five balls for 100 yards and breaks one or something like that. One last thing I wanted to bring up while we're on our matchup. I know we made the comment about how much fab dollars I spent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Scroll down there, Jerry. Mr. James Robinson. So I think he I only had him. nine points last week, but yeah. the biggest thing was he had 100% if I'm not of the mistaken, carries of the yeah. carries on that team that yeah. is huge absolutely there's, oh there's doesn't nobody exist else anymore, in that really. backfield I'm so, so I was debating he, whether to pick up Mac or Robinson in the preseason before week one and I decided to go with Mac to like cuff the Colts backfield which I usually don't do but I, I'm I'm pretty upset that you have James Robinson I really wanted him <laughs> yeah I, I mean he's he's an undrafted rookie he looked Okay, last week, but I mean, you had people drafting Leonard Fournette in what the third or fourth round. This is a guy that's getting yeah. all those touches. Everybody knew Leonard Fournette was a volume pick. If he's going to get all that volume, I don't give a shit how good he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, his measurables are pretty good too. He has like he had like the fourth fastest forty time or something. He like the third highest bench press. His like combine shit is actually like really really good. His, his yeah. athleticism, I guess, well, is so, definitely I mean, there. I mean, 10, 10 points, well, almost 10 points is your very first game as an undrafted rookie. That's not a bad week one. Not at no, all. No, not at all. It's only going to get better. And but look, the, you got to look at the reception is like literally five of his points. The one uh, reception he had. Hey, that's, that's something I'm taking into account. The guy can catch the ball and move in space. You know, I, I'm, not, I, uh, I'm, I'm not starting him anytime soon, but it's somebody I right. want on my bench just to yeah, game. Mid-season, he might really be valuable. 
I, Jerry, yeah. can you scroll up to the top there so we can make the pick? Thank you. Obviously, uh, I'm going to take myself, but I'm not super confident this week. I think it might be close this week. Uh, I'm going to take it. Kind of depends on my wide receivers this week. You got to look um, at this. The, you're also missing a fucking uh, starting spot on your projections, on, me, and you're me, still killed. Let me switch that real quick. That is correct. You know, well, actually, Godwin may may still be projected points. So I'm not sure. He's projected zero yeah, he's fantasy still, points. He's it's zero. Oh, okay. Well, zero. I mean, so I'm wait. still gonna take myself, but I'm much less confident now. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just updated it. I just switched them just to see like what happens. Uh, I put Jonathan Taylor yeah. over Chris God. Oh yeah, certainly helped. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna take Tim here. That, okay. That's like literally a ten point swing on just projections, but projections don't mean shit. What? I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be really close. I think no, we're I, both gonna score around like 160 or 170 probably 170 unless some people pop off i mean lamar could always have like five touchdowns or something or whatever or josh, allen, rushes for three. josh allen yeah it's your quarterback right so iffy, kyle you know you could do something yeah, about that Barry, look this is what won me the league last year i i took lamar jackson late and it paid off for me and i did the same thing with josh allen this year and i think it's going to work again I, I really like the Josh I mean, Allen pick, actually. I'm a big fan of Josh Allen in terms of uh, value quarterbacks. Uh, who do you got, Jerry? Uh, I've got Roethlisberger and uh No, 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 no. Who's your pick to win this matchup? Oh. <laughs> I mean, him obviously based on projection, but also based on these two players, I think are going to have a combined... Uh, Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson are going to have a combined at least 70 points, maybe you know, maybe more. Which is what you need to win. That's Jerry's whole philosophy. And Tim, you have yourself here? Yeah, I'm going to take myself, but I think it'll be pretty close, actually. Okay, that's 3-1 uh, in favor of Tim. We can hit the uh, IBM Watson thing. What are, is that, are they recommending you trade me uh, some fucking... Uh, well, hang on. So it, it's telling me that I should trade Stefan Diggs James Robinson and Henry Ruggs to get AJ Green and Tyler Boyd off of Kevin. Wow, that is a nightmare. Holy yeah. shit. And then uh, it's telling me that I should be able to trade John, Stefan Diggs, and Joe Mixon to get Clyde Edwards Alaire. I don't <laughs> think he's going to go for that. No, thank you. Okay, mine aren't like the worst, but they are still pretty, pretty bad. You know what? I'm going to propose this trade anyway. Just. Let's hope he doesn't. James Connor and Chris Godwin for Aaron Jones and Emmanuel Sanders. What? what is that them? like a Super succeed fair. now and be shit later kind of fucking deal? What the fuck is that? It's <laughs> poor value and two fairness. <laughs> well, look, I just proposed John the trade for Clyde Edwards Alaire. So I own Clyde he, uh, Edwards. Takes it. Hopefully he Wait, doesn't looks. Hopefully he looks at that trade before he listens to the podcast. It's me. I own Clyde. Yeah, Tev Tev has Clyde. Oh, wait. <laughs> I thought it said Camaronera sauce. Pending moves one. Review trade. You dude, dude, take it, <laughs> take it, bro, take it. Decline. We're doing it live. Add trade comments. What are we doing live? You apparently, apparently nothing. idiot. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to hear Ooh, something absolutely ridiculous? Absolutely. Yeah. Hello? 
Absolutely. I told you I hit up that stripper. Uh huh. Yeah. Hello. Oh, no, you're, you're breaking froze, up, bud. You froze there. <laughs> so wait, what about the what about the stripper you hit up? She just hit me up and asked her name in a picture of myself, which I'm definitely not doing right now because I look slob. Yo, dick pic? Clearly a dick pic situation. I. It kind yeah, of is, but I'm not. She doesn't, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to picture your face. Guys, come on, we're not. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm gonna go get some scotch. Right back, you guys. Uh, where do you want me? What what matchup do you want me to open up next? The next one. Yeah. He's not I, going to get scotch. He's going to take dick pics. That's <laughs> uh, so I picked up Dallas Goddard. Do we think that's a good move? Yes. Yeah. I had a I had a claim placed on him. I think he outbid me. I only put, I think it was like 12 bucks on him. Pretty value. Oh. I, I would not be shocked if Ertz gets traded halfway through the year, honestly. I don't think it'll happen, but I would not be, my jaw would not drop. I think it's a possibility, you know? So one thing to keep in mind here while we're talking about these two, um, I saw a stat somewhere the other day. During the Washington game, Ertz was covered pretty much at all times by the cornerbacks and safeties. Whereas Goddard was covered by the linebackers. So the defense still, one, considered Ertz the tight end one, and he, too, was getting the tighter coverage. I'm not saying, I still think Goddard's probably the better player at this point in their careers. I but agree. If teams catch on and see Goddard getting more catches, more yards, do they switch up their coverage and does that hurt him? I think it. Yeah. I definitely think it will. Um, I still think Goddard is better at contested catches and uh, yards after the carry. I don't think I've Absolutely. seen Ertz get a single yard post catch ever. The man oh just God. like folds like a, a folding chair. He just crumples every as soon as he gets the ball. He just falls down. We we talked about this the other week. Yeah, it's it's painful to watch him try to carry the ball after he catches it. His re I don't understand how his route running is so good, and then the second he gets touched, just yeah, he's it, does, it doesn't really make sense. But that's the reality of it. You know what I think? I think it's I think it's that he's the sub. I think Julie beats him up in the bedroom. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. I'd I'd take that any day. That's fine. I mean, look, that's a that's a strong woman. I'd believe it. Um, but yeah, like I have Tyler Higby, and he's good, but he had a bad week one, and I went some tight end insurance. I might slide him in there, especially if anything happens, like a trade or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think if Ertz gets traded, Goddard will be huge. I don't think that's necessarily likely, but Ertz is going to have to take a team-friendly deal, or we're going to end up letting him walk. I don't think there's any way it's a good idea to sign Zach Ertz. Like I, I agree. Too much unless he takes again. Like if it's a well, yeah, he wants like Kittle Kelsey money, which is yeah, insane. Not even he's close. Not nearly as good as them. He's reliable, yeah. but he's he can't break a game open. And um, yeah, we have Goddard, so we don't really need him. We, we we want him to be our like second tight end or something, you know. And that's a luxury, not really a mandatory thing. 
Yeah, he only had that one big year where he he broke the receptions record, but even then he only had 1,100 yards, which is good, but, you know, not uh, Kelsey level. I think it's mostly a factor of just, like, Wentz liking him a lot and our receivers being absolute ass. And now, hopefully, we have some, you know, decent wide receivers, so we won't need to throw the ball to the tight ends, like, 20 times a game. Right. Okay, let's uh, dig into the next matchup here. Jerry, are you with us? Yes, I am with you. Can you scroll up? I don't see the team names. Thank you. Antifa Super Soldiers versus Avocado Flavor Ice Cream. Could I Absolutely shocked that Team Cream is no more. That's, I, that's my biggest takeaway. Can I make one comment here? Stump did not give me the thank you for letting him know that Tom Brady eats avocado flavored ice cream. He mentioned it to me <laughs> that he heard it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll make sure you get the, uh, the appreciation you deserve there. Uh, so looking at the QBs here, uh, good old Mormon Drew Brees uh, and Cam Newton, which had a surprisingly effective week one. Patriots look somewhat good, actually, versus Dak Prescott and Tom Brady. Uh, definitely going to give Kevin the QB push here. I think Stump straight up fucked up his QB picks. He picked Dak like before like there were so many other qbs on the board and uh not that dak is like terrible and he does have weapons but i i, I don't know about that and tom brady i'm obviously gonna old man getting used to I think dak prescott dak prescott should throw for over 400 yards a game if the dak cowboys prescott, didn't suck dick i forgot that jerry was a cowboys fan that's right yeah. i 100 am not i just think the cowboys <laughs> are better than they perform dude stop giving them so many compliments that's super sus (laughs) but jerry that's what's happened for the past how many years everybody's like oh man they're gonna be so good and just not they blow it every year one year it's gonna fucking break and i think it's this year 2020 is hell the rest of us are praying that that day never comes and you're you're here foretelling the apocalypse okay the day that dallas like wins the super bowl or does better than the eagles in the playoffs and shit um that's a sad day I don't, I don't even want to yeah, think about that Yeah, that seems like 2020 to me, bro. It? Okay, fair point. Fair. That's pretty good, actually. But still, just... Um, like, mum, I think, mum's the word. I think with Dak, part of his allure as a fantasy player is he runs the ball, and that just didn't happen week one. Uh, you know, he's he's no Lamar Jackson or, or Deshaun Watson or anything like that, but he's, in theory, going to get you a couple rushing scores and maybe 30, 40 yards a game in that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not a runner, but he's... Mo- you guys want to look at Discord for a second? What did you do? Is it's, that the uh, it, it's, it's definitely the stripper. Oh, God. It 100% that's... is the stripper. <laughs> you guys can't see it well. Oh, sorry. You, you, Tim, Tim wasn't here for the entire uh, story at the beginning. Uh, we don't have to tell him. You can summarize it if you want. Tim, or we'll put it... Go ahead. Maybe uh, in the uh, maybe at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, let's go to the running backs here. Uh, Dalvin Cook, who I think had an excellent week one. I'm pretty high on him this year. Uh, Nick Chubb, who really showed up after having a, a subpar week one, looks really strong. And looks Nick like Chubb gonna, is so talented. He looks, looks like they're really going to feed really him. Really good. Yeah. Uh, versus Christian McCaffrey and Raheem Mostert. He finally listened to us. He's finally playing Raheem Mostert. Thank God. (laughs) 
Yeah. I did bring that up. I'm I'm still a big believer. I think he's gonna have a. I mean, I don't know what he did week one, but uh, he was excellent. Well. Yeah, he was excellent yeah. week one. I guess I think he's gonna continue doing that. You don't you don't worry about Jarek McKinnon at all? Stealing yeah. some touches and some production uh, I there. I mean, maybe some here and there, but like Jarek McKinnon's been around for forever. What has he ever actually done? You know what I mean? Well, I mean he was guys, hurt. The guys in the league five six years. I mean that that was last year, but. Granted, he was behind AP on the Vikings, but that was when AP was getting old, and he still just—I don't know how many times I've seen Jarek McKinnon be like, "Oh, you got to get this guy on your bench. He's going to be so good," and then he just never is. He's even—I mean, I wrote him to. to a, he was my—he was my RB two one year. I won a championship, I think, and Shanahan went out and like sought him out and gave him a pretty big contract. I just—I don't feel like they let that. Um, you know, let that just uh, waste away. I feel like when you pay someone like that, you have plans around them but uh, uh that's just my suspicions you know who knows maybe he won't do anything and most of it will keep being most of the production but i think mckinnon might might eat into it a little bit but at the moment most is definitely the guy to have mckinnon's well, good also, i mean catcher. as a boon to both matt breda being gone is a boon to both of those players yeah big time yeah true true uh, i think most really good um the, the issue with mckinnon is not rushing obviously it'd be pass catching and that's specifically what Mostert did well week one. So I think that bodes well for him. But uh, it's definitely something we could see in the future, cutting into his touches there. I think that's a very even uh, running back matchup there. I don't even know who I would give the edge to. Yeah, I, I'd give the edge to... Uh... I think it'd be Kevin, right? <laughs> just just yeah, slightly? Uh, ju- just, because, just because we already yeah, know that Chubb had such a good game. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. For sure. Okay, get into the wide receivers here. Uh, Kevin has Robert Woods, uh, AJ Green. He played the wrong Bengals this Oof. week. Yeah, rough. And uh, he did the opposite last week. He picked the wrong Bengal like two weeks in a row, right? Or did he play them both last week? He played them both he, last yeah, week. He, yeah. yeah, he had to he had to play them both because Goladay was out. Uh, bummer. AJ Green may figure it out hey, sometime. We'll see. Hey, not a bummer for me. I won. <laughs> AJ Green did get a lot of targets, and there were some like red zone targets and like you know, potential TDs and stuff, but it just didn't end up uh, so, panning out. Here's Stump a posted this in chat, I think. AJ Green is, I think, the second player ever to have 13 targets in his first two games and only catch three of yeah. them. Yeah. Shout out Stump for sharing yeah. that fun fact. Thank you, Stump. Was it? Oh, that's where I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't credit you for the ice cream and you didn't credit him for his stat. That's fair. <laughs> credit, credit to Stump. Thank you for showing me that. Uh, and then Kevin's final wide 22 receiver. 22 targets, 8 receptions. That's very bad. That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. That's, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. But, I mean, he he dropped what could have been a really good touchdown late in that game. I mean, his hand was getting grabbed, but it was still right in his hand. I think yeah, that was, he did. Jerry, he did a couple gonna, drops. If you went back to that, I think that was a clip they were... I mean, not that they're going to see it on the bottom, but that's the clip that they're showing on that uh, thing there. And the headline is literally why there's reason for optimism with AJ Green. That's pretty funny. I mean, the targets are there, so hopefully the you know the chemistry comes back. And like he was hurt all last year, right? So maybe he's like a little rusty, no preseason and all that. New for QB. Sure. So you know, Burrow's still looking his way. Maybe he'll improve, but currently, uh, I don't want to start that guy. Really. No, no. And the, and the main thing is, it's not that it's a timing thing or anything. It's that it's it, it's his hands. He's dropping balls. Yeah, which you don't and, want to see. And, that's bad. Exactly. And AJ Green, that's uncharacteristic for AJ Green. Too. It really it's is. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. Kenny Galladay's out again. 
That's rough. Kenny Galladay's a good player. And George Kittle. Definitely that one hurts even more. Kenny Galladay out. So wait, uh, who's he playing at? Okay, Hunter Henry. That's fine. That's fine. I guess we'll get to that. Place, but, um, oh, God, he's starting Deshaun Jackson. God bless him. Yeah, Deshaun only played like 50% of the snaps last week. And by all accounts, it wasn't because of injury. It was just due to trying to keep him fresh, which, you know, you have to play football at some point, you know. Look Ooh, at this seven fucking targets. abysmal stat line. Seven targets, two receptions. Yeah. That's kind of, he's kind of the wide receiver that's going to catch less of his targets because he's a deep threat guy. But seven for two is still not good. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, you've got another deep target on that team. Yeah. And that's like, does he have to be a deep threat guy? Like, if you're faster than the person covering you, you can still get open on like a slant, you know? Or like throw him, a, throw him a screen and let him just run the whole way, you know? You like, can, it doesn't but... have to be deep. With his age, I think you're going to see Rager doing more of that because Jackson's, I mean, he's small enough to begin with. If he gets smacked coming over the middle, that might be True. it. Yeah, and at this point, he's super injury prone as well. Uh, but looking at the wide receivers for Stump, we have Tyreek Hill, Boy Pick, Keenan Allen, and Marquise Brown. That's Hollywood Brown there, correct? Yep. Yeah. Uh,. You know, Tyreek Hill's going to Tyreek Hill. I don't think any of the Kansas City players are really worth talking about because you just start them all. Uh, Keenan Allen, I'm super worried about without Phillip Same. Rivers. I don't Tyrod Taylor does there. not throw down the field at all. He throws yeah. like two or three yards. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, def I'm also worried about Keenan Allen this year. Yeah. Well, and, and that was something I had brought up previously too. I, you know, Keenan Allen's connection with Phillip Rivers was all timing based. Keenan Allen is an excellent route runner. I don't think Tyrod Taylor's got the timing and synchronization with him that Phillip Rivers did, and I think right, it's not going to bode well for him. Yeah, they played like 10 years together. Um, so just wrapping up the matchup here, tight end Hunter Henry we talked about a little bit, and Travis Kelsey, obviously that goes to Stump there. Uh, and Stump has DK Metcalf in the flex, which is super strong, uh, versus Russell Gage just backing off uh, Matt Ryan throwing the ball 60 times again. Um, okay, so uh, let's take yeah. our picks here. Uh, can you scroll up for me, bud? Uh, I'm going to... Oh, kind of going back and forth on this one, but I will take avocado flavor ice cream. Stump. Yeah, me too, actually. I'm going to take Stumpy. I think his quarterbacks are way under um, underprojected. I'm taking ice cream, too. I, I, I think that Kevin's wide receivers are just not going to hold up. Yes. Um, pretty, pretty injury play this week for Kevin. Yeah, I think I think the injuries are really, really hurting him right now. I think it'll be... Maybe not. I, I, I think it actually might be kind of close, but I am unfortunately also going to take avocado flavor ice cream. Ooh. Uh, 4-0 against Kevin. Yeah. I want it to be controversial. I want it to be the support him, but I just, I can't. I do have the new Kevin song uh, yes! uh, against Stump, so I will definitely be including that at the podcast. Look forward to that. Hell yeah. Okay, and we have uh, one matchup left to go here. Uh, me versus Rel here. Uh, I have Kyler Murray and Matt Ryan at QB versus... Fucking Joe Burrow with his fucking bullshit 27.5 points. He threw the ball 61 times. So, Still looks bad, but scored well. 
I, I thought he looked okay, actually. Rel dropped Joe Burrow, like, before the season started, and I was thinking about picking him up, but then Rel picked him back up, so I didn't get him. I wanted to keep him on my bench, because I think he's okay. The Bengals have good receivers, and they're going to be in garbage time for, like, 50% of the season. So I think Joe Burrow <laughs> might actually put up fantasy points, like a lot of them. Very uh, unhappy to see that big of a of a deficit before any of my guys play. Uh, mm-hmm. He also has Gardner Minshew at the, the backup QB. Uh, not really concerned about that. He's good, but he's not going to throw four touchdowns or anything. Well, I would say that, I have the edge. Give here. me that free beer. <laughs> uh, okay, slotting into running backs, I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, and Kenyon Drake versus Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler. Yeah, Kansas City just looks like a fucking buzzsaw that anybody on their team is just, like you said, plug and play. All day. Yeah, I, I, I like your, I mean, nothing, I, Derek Henry and Austin Eckler, I think are good running backs, but you definitely have the uh, <clears throat> upper hand here. Yeah. I, agree. I think Washington well, does have a good defense, though. So Kenyon Drake might only get like 15 points this week. Washington doesn't have a good defense. The Their Eagles defensive line like is insane. Their defensive line is really good. Their secondary yeah. is not good. But their defensive line is actually possibly the best in the league at this point. It might even beat out like San Francisco and stuff. Yeah, they were uh, saying that. Is, like, what, is, what is it like three or four round picks? First round draft picks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. And what uh, when you suck for dude, that fuck long. Chase Young. <laughs> yeah, I mean Chase Young. Uh, yeah, the uh, Sweat and um, the other guy is it Kerrigan? Is that am I right about that Kerrigan? Uh, Kerrigan's not a first round pick, but he's all it, Kerrigan's a line. He's still good. Ionitis is very good. Yeah. Uh, okay, sliding into the wide receivers here, I have Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, and I had to play Michael Gallup over Kenny Galladay uh, versus DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, and DJ Chark Jr. Crushing him all. I give you the day. edge in this. What I like Adam Thielen a lot. His team, Rel's team, just boggles my mind. I don't know. DJ Moore as a number one wide receiver just feels pretty. Like not that he's terrible, but as the number one, I, I don't. I don't know. Didn't Robbie? He drafted five running backs in the first like. Oh yeah, yeah that's first. true. Yeah, hang on, Jerry. Can you scroll down and look at the bench? Look at the bench. That's, yeah, that's where all his draft capital. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> Yeah, so that's okay. Yeah, Sutton's out. Sutton's out. Yeah. Okay, Sutton's out. Sutton's out. That no, no, explains no, no. the wide receivers. A, okay, Tim, that's a Q. That's a Q, not a O. So he might play, but it's that's that's risky. But that at least explains why they scroll look up. A Jerry, little scroll up a little bit. Yeah, he was drafted fourth round. Okay, Jerry, scroll up a little bit. How do you even spell Papa? <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent uh, clapback. Good job, Rel. Uh, yeah, I think he plays, but I don't know if he'll be super healthy. Cortland Sutton. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley will will also show up, but probably not the effect he did last yeah. week. Wait, Terry McLaurin on the bench too? I guess. He yeah. Is he, play is he not scary people. Terry anymore? Is it? He's is still it, was pretty it, good. Well, was it I just mean, Case Keenum. I think he probably saw the numbers he put up against Slay last week and got scared. Maybe. Mm. He just has too many people to play. And no like, literally, yeah. And Rel, no Rel has to make some trade. Well, okay, wait, wait. The one thing I will say is I think depth matters more this season. And if we, in a couple weeks, if we start seeing like people miss time due to COVID in addition to injuries piling up and stuff, Rel might have like the big brain ultra depth play here and just win a bunch of the mid-season 
uh, games due to like having starters all the that would time. Be, you know, that would be that's nuts. fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I'm also. I, really I do crushed. think depth matters more this year. I'm also super crushed by injuries this week. I lost. Uh, can you scroll down to my bench, Jerry? Please. Oh, your uh, bench. Okay. So I don't have Michael Thomas. I don't have AJ Brown. I'm still without Debo Samuel. Um, Dude, just drop Debo Samuel. Also, why do we not have IR sp- slots in our league? I feel like we should probably do that. Tim, did you know that IR is only a well? IR is so different this year, though. Here's the thing: IR only means three to four weeks this year because yeah, of COVID. They're not going to they're going to let people go on IR, and then you can just bring them back mid season, no matter what. Even if it's just an injury, it's not COVID. They change the way it works. He's a guy that will be coming back week four if everything goes according to plan. Essentially, he's not a super long term injury. Um, okay. And then I, I just start Brandon Cooks Colin, in the flex down Colin, there. let yeah. me ask you, what's the, the Larry Fitzgerald pickup? Uh, I need wide receiver yeah, depth. I mean, so I lost oh, Brown okay. and Thomas. Uh, I don't have Debo Samuel. I'm playing Brandon Cooks. And it was more of just like a stability pick. You're not even starting Fournette? No, he was terrible. Why would he? Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. I yeah, wouldn't I know. I, yeah, you're right. Uh, so I just wanted Fitzgerald because he's just like, He's probably going to get me eight points. Like, if I just need something that's not going to put up a total zero for me. Yeah, that, that's fair. True, true, true. I also, I didn't pay anything for him. I just added him after the, the bidding was done. So it was, uh, I dropped him for Nick Foles. So it's definitely uh, just a that's temporary. Fine. I think, that, yeah, that's a that's a smart roster decision, at least in the short term. Yeah, I, I don't have big uh, props for uh, Fitzgerald long term. Uh, okay, uh, let's do the picks here. Ooh, uh, yeah, tight ends, Higby, Waller, nothing too interesting there. Josh Jacobs, yeah, I, he has too many I mean, backs. I like Waller a lot better there, just because We're, we don't know what... Tyler Tyler Higby still doesn't have a really defined role. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Um, Higby was nuts. He had a five straight over 100-yard games at the end of last season, um, but then comes out and just does like four for 40 this year. You know, you never want to split with another tight end in the system, really. I would definitely go uh, Waller there, for sure. Alrighty, but uh, I, I think that's the only positional group that Rel has the nod in. I think you beat him in like every other group. <laughs> Do keep in mind he has the twenty-seven and a half from Burrow in the in the pocket already. Uh, but let's let's do the picks. Uh, let's start with Jerry. What do you think? Um. I don't know, because Joe Burrow actually did something this week. Uh, no, I like you. I think Matt Ryan's going to score 40, 30 to 40 points. I think Colin Murray scores at least 20, probably more. Fucking kneel I think I got Jesus you. Christ. It's all about quarterbacks. That's all that matters in this league. Six-point <laughs> touchdown. Jerry, Jerry, I'm trying to prove you right by, like, drafting QBs early this year and, like, taking them, but your track record says otherwise. Like, it, I got third place last year. All right, <laughs> all right I just didn't right. pick up the best quarterbacks. That like literally the quarterbacks I drafted early oh, weren't just good hit. last year. Just hit, just win, just hit. <laughs> That's why you draft quarterbacks late. Yeah, but not real late. Oh yeah, not that late. <laughs> all right, Tim, who do you got? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Alvin Kamara, fucking asshole. But I think this is possibly the closest matchup of the week. This, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks for me in these rosters. Some people that could 
put up a lot of points, but maybe maybe won't. Maybe we'll get like five, you know? Uh, for sure. And Kyle. You know, I'm going to take Rel here. I think ah, Minshew's in for a big you year, suck. and I think he's going to show us again this Trying to get a bunch of beer for everybody, right? <laughs> hey, look, I wasn't the one that drafted him, all right? <laughs> uh, all right, let me see here. Let me think about it. I'm going to fucking win. Fuck you, Rel. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I spell Papa? <laughs> Fuck you is how I spell Papa. Uh, okay, so that's 3-1. Oh, this is uh, how you spell favor. it right here. P-O-P-P-A. That's ridiculous. It should be P-A-P-A. It's how the world works, but whatever. Look, Biggie Smalls, No, it's not how Biggie the world Smalls works. Obviously, you're wrong. You've Smalls. never been more wrong about anything in your life. Yeah, no one agrees with you, actually, Tevis. That's like in a the two-year-old. Entire world. A two-year-old says P-A-P-A, okay? That's, that's yes. Papa? Okay, sure, I buy that. But, like, in, in this context, no way. No way. Hey, Colin, have you started watching Big Mama's House yet? No, uh, I, uh... <laughs> I didn't want to get in trouble for illegally downloading it, so I just I bought uh, NordVPN. Shout out, you can sponsor us if you like, so I can turn on my VPN, download uh, Big Mama's House, and then I'll, I'll get that podcast going. Big Mama's House 1 through 3. Does it have to be all three? Alright, the first two are actually very good, the third one is meh. The third one is meh. It wow. sounded like you're supposed to watch all three. You do need to watch we'll, all three. We'll see. But... Well, I also have to listen to the entire Big E discography. So, a lot of media to consume well, coming up here. I mean, it's not that's, a punishment, bro. Have you, should, you, have you not listened to the Big E discography yet? To this not, point? I just, like, assumed you'd be familiar a little bit. I'm familiar. I haven't listened straight through with, like, critical thoughts the whole time. Gotcha, gotcha. We'll get on uh, that. Yeah, I will. Okay. Uh, anything else you guys want to hit here? Uh, I think the the one thing I uh, was thinking about, um, you guys were talking about injuries on the last episode. Um, Blake Jarwin. A lot of people were expecting him to have a big season this year. And he went and broke his collarbone. Yeah, Gonzo. <laughs> Which uh, is he That's was- only a two-month injury. He might be back by the end of the season. I mean, he might be, but God, the backup they have for him looked real bad. Yeah, I guess people were hype on Jarwin, and I guess I just wasn't paying close enough attention because he wasn't really on my radar. But people, well, I, I, and I think people pick. were thinking, oh, he'll fill in the Witten role. He'll be good. I mean, he flashed at times, but right. that th- there were some people out there that that I, I don't want to say that sank their season, but there were people that were betting on him to have a good season. Do you think uh, they they trade for Witten from uh, Las Vegas? <laughs> Dude, I, I'll tell you what. I was watching Red Zone this weekend, and when I saw him catch a pass, I'm like, "Holy shit! He didn't retire again." Yeah, it's unbelievable. I think he had like one catch for two yards. I yeah. think that was literally the only play I saw. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a torn ACL, so he's definitely out for the year. Blake Jarwin. Oh, okay, yeah, and he's definitely oh, gone forever. I hate that. Shit. Who was forever. that? Wait, who was I thinking? Who the hell broke their collarbone? Vanderesh. That was it. Yep. I was about to ask if they had two players break their collarbone in the, the same. Leighton yeah, Vander Esch. He's, he's, he's a linebacker. Yeah, he's a linebacker. He's got the Sean Lee curse. Yeah. The, Cowboys and injured linebackers. Yo, Sean Lee. <laughs> yeah, they love those glass cannon uh, linebackers. They blow people <laughs> up and they blow themselves up. <laughs> Look, I can't, I can't talk too much shit. Sean Lee was a Penn State guy. Those glass cannon uh, linebackers, they blow people up and they blow themselves up. 